on the Cyclone Sports Network. From Learfield, it's time for the Renewable Energy Group Cyclone Coaches Corner. Powered by Renewable Energy Group. Also brought to you by Bud Light. It's for the fans. High V, the official tailgate headquarters of Cyclone Football. And by Iowa Secretary of State's office. Don't sit on the sidelines, get in the game. Hashtag be a voter. It's time for the Cyclone Coach's Corner. Here's the voice of the Cyclones, John Walters. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Cyclone Coach's Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group. Fueling your game for a cleaner tomorrow makes you a winner today. And we have Derek Kutcher with us today. He is the Director of Player Personnel for Iowa State Football. Coach Campbell is on the road recruiting, so Derek, appreciate you jumping on board. We also have Jack Whitfer as our guest co-host tonight. Jack hosts Cyclone Reaction Show with Chris Williams after the game. Cyclone's coming off a hard-fought game at Texas 24-21. And, and Derek, it's just amazing how close this team continues to get. And I love the way these guys hang in there and continue to compete. And I loved what Matt said about them after the game. I think it's uh, how can you not be proud of these guys, the way they continue to battle. And they're not getting the reward, but you know they're putting in the work. Yeah, we've got a really awesome group of guys and certainly great senior leadership. And um, like you said, they, they've continued to battle each and every Saturday and um, made a lot of plays and obviously opportunity to improve as we go forward. And I'm certainly really excited to get those guys back to work after this bye week and, and really confident that they're excited to come back as well and look forward to what's to come in the next five weeks. Yeah. yeah, you've mentioned the senior leadership, but you also have a lot of really young guys that are out there playing and some of them um, having to fill in for, you know, Will McLaughlin, for example, at linebacker. Talk about some of those younger guys and what you're seeing out of those guys. Yeah, it, it kind of hit me on Saturday. There was there was one point in one possession that on defense we had six guys who have been here for three semesters or less. There are three true mm -hmm. freshmen, one redshirt freshman and two true sophomores on the field at one time. And so whether it's Dom Orange or, or Jeremiah Cooper or Carson Willick playing for the first time or Will McLaughlin um, and the list goes on and on and on and obviously people like Bo Freeler and Miles Purchase seem like they're veterans at this point they've only been here a couple of semesters so on that side of the ball we're obviously really excited and I think you saw Cartavius Norton a little bit and you've continued to see young guys Jalen Knoll still only a true sophomore Hunter Deckers is playing for the first time so certainly there is a lot of youth blended with that senior leadership and um, obviously, it's coming along. You don't always necessarily get the results you're hoping for each and every Saturday, but we all know that. And um, you can't allow that to change your process. You kind of got to continue to fine tune areas that we think we can improve on. And nobody's better at that than Coach Campbell, Coach Haycock, and Coach Manning. So we're really excited to continue on. I think you should be excited about all those guys. And, you know, the thing is, you say, look, what about that group? Well, well, the one thing they're missing is a game day experience. Well, there's only one way to get it, right? and that's exactly what they're doing. But you can see them getting better and better every week. It's awesome. Yeah, and it was a big-time environment Saturday, and yeah. certainly none of those guys ever flinched, No, um, which is something we're really excited for, and I think that'll be valuable going down the stretch here. Absolutely. And so you see these guys um, out, out there on game day as true freshmen. It's got to be a little surreal. Just a year ago, you're watching them play at Harlan. I know. know in, in front of a <laughs> thousand people and or sitting in their living room talking about, you know, playing someday. And, and um, so as you're recruiting other guys going forward, how much does that play into it? Like, look, you come here right away and these are the guys that are already playing in year one. I think it's really valuable and I think it opens everyone's eyes, especially in today's day and age with how recruiting goes and how 
active these guys are in each other's lives as well as a lot of the kids we're recruiting in this class right now, they're friends with Will McLaughlin or they're friends with Carson Willick and they understand and they can relate that to themselves really quickly of like, man, in 12 months I might be on the field and you are right, it's crazy how fast it goes and it's crazy, for example, Carson Willick, um, I don't think a lot of people really understand this. He missed his entire senior year with an ACL injury. Last Saturday at Texas is the first time he played in a football game wow. in almost two years. So wow. um, it's really impressive what that group's doing, and, and certainly he, he's one of those guys. And he was teammates with Akena Iziagu, correct? He is. He is. Yeah, they were high school teammates. Yep. That and Ike's got, defense. Yeah, Ike's <laughs> got a heck of a future, too, and, and yeah. he's coming along really, really well. And our entire program is really excited about how special he has a chance to be. Coach, uh, Derek Kojir is our guest. He is the director of player personnel for Iowa State football. And Jack Whitford, our guest co-host tonight. And we always encourage questions from our listeners. And uh, Neil from Ankeny wanted to know, Coach, uh, how does the staff evaluate uh, past offensive and defensive plays to catch tendencies? And I'm talking, he meant watching your own tape to see what you're doing, similar to what an opponent might be doing as they're game playing for you. Uh, take us through that process a little bit. Certainly. I think that's where the week starts for Coach Campbell, Coach Haycock, Coach Manning, and the rest of our staff is obviously look at our previous game and, and evaluate kind of what worked, what didn't work, how does it fit, how do we need to adjust moving forward a little bit. And then for everybody, I think, in the country uses the bye week in that regard a little bit to self-scout as well. What do we think is working well? Where do we maybe need to tweak? What what adjustments do we need to make based on the opponents that we're getting ready to play? So that's certainly something that comes into play every single week at the beginning of the week, um, and certainly this week maybe more than any other as well because it is a bye week and an opportunity to do that. Yeah, you mentioned the bye week, and it seems like it's coming at a really good time for this team. You know, you got some injuries that have started to add up. And what, you know, for, for people that have never been around college football, what's the bye week consist of? It's not, you know, I, I always remember I hated it because it's almost like practices are harder. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And it's not, it's not a bye. You're not just sitting yeah. around. So what does that week look like as you head into Oklahoma in two weeks? Yeah, so, so our kids were in yesterday on Sunday, and we kind of wrapped up the Texas game and, and kind of were able to kind of start fresh, clean, moving forward, beginning today um, and we'll focus this week on like you said number one getting healthy and allowing our guys to um, whatever their injury may be they're dinged up a little bit try to get our team as close to feeling 100% as possible when we um, kick off again against Oklahoma here in two weeks and beyond that there's certainly self-scout opportunities and then you do try to get ahead of um, game planning a little bit for your next opponent and then we have certain days built in, like you said, with Coach Campbell's schedule and the rest of our assistant coaches going out on the road recruiting. And um, they'll do that kind of sporadically throughout the week as well as on Friday night. And you mentioned uh, trying to get guys close to 100%. I think one thing that it's hard for us as fans to recognize or understand is how many guys are trying to play at 90 or 90. And you, you probably did the exact same thing, Jack. But football is one sport where guys will try to play even if they're dinged up a little bit. You know, if you try doing that in track, you're just getting last place. Right. There's no there's no margin for error there at all. But in football, you know, you can still play. You're just not going to be as effective. And I'm sure you've got some guys that fall into that category. Yeah, and, and Coach Campbell tells our team this on the first day of fall camp every year, that this is probably the best you're going to feel until January. And I think every head coach in all levels of football probably says that. And that is true. And 
for whatever reason, some years, you know, you feel like you get through a little more healthy than others. And um, we've had guys that are fighting through a lot. Some guys that, that certainly it's become publicized because they've missed time here or there. But we've got a ton of guys that are battling through um, some things and, and playing and playing really well on Saturday. So when you hear Coach Campbell talk about how proud he is of our guys, that's certainly part of it and their ability to continue to respond and continue to push forward. And that's something we're really excited about, like you said, Jack, to be able to have a little bit of time to breathe this week yeah. and hopefully get those guys back closer to 100%. So as those veterans are getting healthy, is there an opportunity for some of the younger kids to actually go get some meaningful reps? You know, like when, when you're a freshman, you come in, you got three weeks of hard camp, and then you're on the scout team largely, 100%. right? And you don't get any meaningful reps to run the Iowa State offense and, and really show what you can do. Yeah. You get a chance this week to give those guys a chance to go out and scrimmage a little bit? Or? 100%. And we'll practice. And on Thursday, it'll be a big-time opportunity in that regard. And Coach Campbell, one thing he's really great about, every Wednesday in the, in the season, for anybody who's maybe not on the travel roster, maybe not playing a lot, we have kind of a scout scrimmage a little bit is what we call it. And then we'll do that a little bit more this week. But... Um, man, there, there's a lot of stories, and he'll tell these guys every year. Brock Purdy played in that scout scrimmage the week before he went and played <laughs> against Oklahoma State. Yeah. Carson Wilk played in the scout scrimmage two weeks ago and then was just playing down at Texas. So 100%, those opportunities on practice allow a guy that might not be seeing the field on, on this Saturday, a week or two weeks from now, be ready to rock and roll. That, that is a, a testament to staying ready for your opportunity, no question. We'll come back with more with Derek Kutcher on the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group right after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. John Walters here. You've heard me talk about Authentic Brand's premium Cyclone apparel, but did you know that Authentic Brand manufactures a full suite of made-to-order company merch with infinite colors and decoration options and detailed trims that make your branding pop? Insist on the Authentic Brand label from your supplier or get connected to one of their authorized project partners. Visit Authentic-Brand.com and search the word project. Again, that's Authentic-Brand.com and search the word project. The Coalition to Support Iowa's Farmers, working beside you. Hi, this is Coach Matt Campbell. I know that it takes a solid team to create success on the field, and the same is true for your livestock farm. The Coalition to Support Iowa's Farmers can work beside you to develop a winning strategy. So add Coalition to your lineup by calling 1-800-932-2436 or visit supportfarmers.com and get your team started today. The Coalition to Support Iowa's Farmers, your farm, your family. Our focus. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. Touchdown! You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda, all with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. If you thought starting a business took courage, imagine starting over after a fire, damaging storms, or a cyber attack. 
When disaster strikes, business owners count on EMC for fast, experienced claim service. Our countrywide network of local offices ensures we're always ready to answer the call, investigate every claim, explain what's covered, and process payments as quickly as possible. Count on getting back to business when you count on EMC. From Iowa farm fields to Jack Trice Stadium, Renewable Energy Group has a play. Iowa farmers produce nearly 3 billion bushels of corn and soybeans annually. Renewable Energy Group uses the oils extracted from corn and soybeans to produce renewable fuels that is used by the turf management team at Jack Trice Stadium and farmers across Iowa. Renewable Energy Group, it doesn't matter the field, we have a play in creating a cleaner, more sustainable environment. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group. Renewable Energy Group, reducing emissions, creating jobs, fueling communities. And our friends from REG are with us tonight. We don't have a REG logo up on the video board like we usually do. The reason for that is the uh, Zamboni-like machine that's uh, helping the grass take root acts up when the video board's on. So sorry, that's that's <laughs> why, RG, we don't have you represented tonight. But next week, you'll be back up there again. But uh, we always appreciate them coming out and being a part of our show. Freshen up your Cyclone game day wardrobe with premium styles from Authentic Brand. Their officially licensed gear will have you looking your best on game days and every day. Shop Authentic-Brand.com. We're visiting with Derek Hoodger. He is Iowa State's Director of Player Personnel. Matt Campbell on the road recruiting tonight. Jack Whitfer. Uh, from our Cyclone Reaction Show is our guest co-host tonight. And uh, it's been fun to talk to Derek about a few things. We've got another question from Neil and Ankeny. He wants to know, it sees, says all the quarterbacks seem to use the clap to get the snap. Uh, what does a quarterback do in our system to vary the snap count to prevent the defense from jumping the count? Yeah, I, I think if, if I went into too much detail, Coach Manning <laughs> might fight me, but um, certainly there's, and, and it's all across football, there's a lot of different right. mechanisms you can use, and um, whether it's NFL, college, or high school, everybody's got a little bit different mechanism. There's a, a, a thousand different ways you can do it. So, and yeah, that's certainly something built in. But that's a hard thing to communicate in that stadium last weekend. I mean, you got 100,000 people making a lot For of noise. Sure. Yeah. I think that's something that, that our our offense has done a great job of. And certainly Hunter and Trevor have a huge part in that, but the rest of the group as well. Um, not only down at Texas, but certainly um, in Iowa City as well. That was a loud environment that I, I thought the offense um, did a great job operating. So yeah, those, those guys are doing a great job. Yeah, I want to stick with quarterbacks. And Hunter played probably I don't see the grades, obviously, but it seemed like one of his better games. Um, really, it seemed like he saw the field a lot better. Yeah. You know, and th there was the first couple games where Xavier was getting 19 targets and probably still got 15 yeah. last week. But he was really spreading the ball around, and it seems like he's just really coming in his own. Yeah, I think Hunter's really, number one, he's obviously a tremendous kid um, who cares really, really deeply and works really hard at it and has since the day he got here. Um, he's really competitive. Nobody in the building, in the stadium, in the state wants to win the game more than he does. Um, and he and he prepares and plays that way as well. And certainly on Saturday, I think he did a great job. And yeah, as, as you said, I think he spread it around really well on Saturday and got a lot of guys involved and kind of showcased that our wide receiver group, Deshaun Hanniga, had a couple huge catches in that game as well. Um, kind of used his, his targets to allow him to kind of get comfortable and um, really confident in what he did and, and certainly really excited that he is our quarterback and can't wait for him to kind of lead us down the stretch here. 
I thought two things with Hunter, you know, number one, first of all, I thought the offensive line did a great job protecting him. They, yeah. they gave him some time to make those throws. And then the second thing, man, nine of 15 on third down. And I think there were eight of them that were third and eight or longer where he just makes a great throw yeah. <laughs> time after time after time under pressure to keep drives alive. That's a great sign going forward. For sure. And that's one thing he's always been. He's always been really, really comfortable in Eddie's setting. Um, I don't think he gets nervous a lot of times. And I think he's got a great understanding of what's going on. And he's confident, confident in himself. He's competitive. He can make every throw on the field. And so certainly it's really exciting to see how he handled those situations. So talking about the offense still, Xavier Hutchinson's obviously putting up unbelievable numbers. I think yeah. he has my entire career already this year <laughs> as far as stats go. But a lot of guys' <laughs> careers, yeah. Uh, and so a lot of people have talked about X. But talk about Jalen Knoll and what you saw from him in, in high school. And, you know, I come up and watch a practice every once in a while, and you watch him at practice like, man, that kid is going to bust out at some point. Yeah. And it, look, it looks like he's really finding his footing and had a great game this week. Jalen is really, really special. He is as talented as anybody on our team. Is he the fastest guy on the team? or I, I think, you know, you got a lot of guys who would claim that. He's, cer <laughs> he's certainly in that conversation, <laughs> though. Um, and, man, he is really talented. He's a really good basketball player when he played basketball. He's one of those guys that's just kind of good at everything. Um, and he, too, is an unbelievable human and a great teammate and a great leader and prepares really hard. And um, I think our entire program and hopefully our entire fan base was really excited for him to have kind of that performance. And it's shocking how good of a player he has been already for a year and a half of his career that those were his first two touchdowns. And that's kind of how it happens. Usually you think they kind of come in spurts like that. So we're really excited for him. And, and certainly, yeah, you and anybody else who comes to practice for the first time, they always kind of look at number 13 <laughs> and ask who the heck is that? Because he is a special kid. Again, it's crazy. It's four 14 months ago, he wasn't even on campus. Or You're right. exactly and, right. And playing high school football. You're exactly right. He uh, he was in high school not long ago doing the same thing down in Kansas City, and we were really confident that he was going to be a really good player. And from the day he got on campus, he has been. There there hasn't been a whole lot of a learning curve for him. Kansas City's been a pretty rich uh, recruiting ground for you, and I know you can't get into specifics about incoming guys, but we just talked about Isiago, you know, there's Howard Brown, there's Dominique Orange, there's Jalen Knoll. I mean, the list goes on and on. Jason Essex, yeah. I mean, uh, man, uh, what are you finding in Kansas City and, and how is it happening that Iowa State's having so much success in that area? Yeah, I think kind of globally our entire our thought process since Coach Campbell's been here is to try to start in the state of Iowa and then spread out from there and try to recruit the Midwest as best we can. And certainly Coach Shieldhouse having the connections and the relationships he has in Kansas City being a three-hour drive away, um, I think all of that has allowed us to become a little bit more prominent over the last seven years and allow kids to just understand who we are. And the way we recruit in our program is so predicated on getting our kids here and allowing them to be around players in our program. And when those Kansas City kids, now every kid in Kansas City knows who Jalen Knoll is. They know who Dom Orange is, so they know who our players are. And when they have that opportunity to come up and be around our team and be in the locker room and spend a weekend with our guys in Ames, it becomes really powerful and certainly it kind of builds off of each other. So as you're recruiting these kids all over the country, you're obviously looking for certain things, but um, you said Jalen Knoll is good at basketball and good at everything. How much do you do you – how much stock do you put into these guys that play more than one sport? You know, yeah. we're seeing more and more guys specialize. Like, I'm, I'm just going to play football from the time I'm a freshman on. What's your guys' thought process on that? We're certainly extremely pro multi-sport. We, we like guys who like to compete, number one. 
Um, I think it, it means you're a good teammate, you're a good friend, you're representing your community and your school by going and competing other things. I think it allows you to become a better athlete. Um, I think it allows you to develop in more ways. Um, so we're certainly full proponents of multi-sport, and that's something that is kind of a positive checks box for us. Now, they're certainly different, and every recruit's a little bit different, and everyone's situation is a little bit unique, and I think you have to look at them all in that regard and kind of evaluate each kid as their own certain case. But um, globally, we, we certainly want to find as many multi-sport guys as we can to, to come into our program. So who's the best basketball player on your football roster? Man, that's a great question. Um, I would have said Chase Allen. He's not here. I, I don't. I, I'd say probably T.J. Tampa, okay. based on his yeah. dunking ability yeah. alone. Charles so, Brock had a few too. Yeah. Now, yeah, now somebody's yeah. going to be mad at me for saying that. But <laughs> that would be if I had to pick. That'd be the first. That's guy a good choice. That's a good choice. Uh, how about the best baseball player, Hunter? Hunter, probably. Yeah, I don't think we got a ton of them. I, I'd take Hunter for sure. 93 mile an hour fastball is yeah. pretty hard to argue with. All right, we're visiting with Derek Hudger. He is Iowa State's Director of Player Personnel. And Jack Whitver is our guest co host. And we'll come back with more of the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group, right after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. It's Chevy truck season, and Chevy offers a full lineup of trucks and accessories, which means it's the perfect time to find the truck for you and make it your own. Make your Silverado bolder with a sport bar and bed liner. Make your Colorado brighter with perimeter bed lighting. And make your Silverado HD more secure with a tonneau cover. Your Chevy dealer can help you find the right Chevy truck and accessories for you to make the most out of truck season. More Iowans drive Chevy. Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. Tournament Club of Iowa, designed by golf legend Arnold Palmer. TCI is his only signature course in the state. TCI is a public course that offers a challenging yet enticing experience for golfers of all levels and is now managed by Kaler Golf. Cap off your round with breathtaking views and a delicious meal at the Copper Oak Restaurant. Looking for a unique setting for your wedding, party, or outing? Look no further than TCI. Visit tcofiowa.com to book your tea time today. Businesses like yours count on EMC insurance companies for protection with the standard coverage they need. But EMC agents go further, tailoring coverages with the specialized products and services every unique company requires, including yours. EMC has insurance solutions for nearly 500 types of businesses. So whatever your specialty is, count on EMC to protect it. Visit emcins.com to find your local agent. While some seed companies put a greater stake in stock prices and anonymous shareholders, Rob Seco knows that what's important to you hits closer to home. That's why you'll find we're focused on your needs. With a simplicity that makes us easy to do business with, a relationship that makes it easy to connect with anyone in the company, and the technology, traits, and genetics you need from any source. Put your stock in the company that puts you first. Rob Seco. 
Wherever people work, live, or play, there is a plumber and steam fitter who made it possible. In today's business climate, you need partners you can trust, partners that care about your company and your customers, partners like the plumbers and steam fitters, Local Union 33. Local Union 33 finds the right people, trains them exceptionally well, and supplies a qualified workforce, whether you need general or specialized skills. For more information, log on to UALocal33.org. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group. Renewable Energy Group at Iowa State University, playing for a cleaner, more sustainable community together. Jack Whitfer is our guest co-host tonight. We're going to have Jamie Pollard along in just a little bit. Right now, our guest is Derek Hudger. He is Iowa State's Director of Player Personnel. The Coalition to Support Iowa's Farmers is proud to sponsor Cyclone Athletics, helping farmers interpret rules and regulations, finding sites for new barns, and enhancing neighbor relations all at no charge. The Coalition to Support Iowa's Farmers, your farm, your family, their focus, visit supportfarmers.com. Uh, Derek, uh, we were just talking in the break, so can you explain for the layman out there what the Zamboni-like machine is that's crawling across the field behind us today? Um, it, it's uh, it's kind of cool how it's helping to really strengthen the turf at Jack Trice Stadium. Yeah, so it's called it's Iowa Sports Turf is the group that kind of helped make the connection, and it's, it's called a grass mac system. Um, and certainly, there's things out there on social media that can explain it a lot better than we can. But basically, every about inch by one inch across the entire field, they put down a fiber um, into the sand and, and allows kind of strengthen the core of that field and allow it to be more playable and more consistent throughout the entire 12 months awesome. um, lifespan and not, you know, have to come back each year. So we're, it, we've got it on the practice field. It's finished and it's been tremendous and we're really excited it's going to the stadium. So certainly thankful for everybody who went to work at making that possible and we're excited and think it'll make our stadium even a little bit better than it's been. Was it a big deal, Jack, to play on grass? Did you like? I, I loved grass, but yeah. I also played on the old AstroTurf, like oh, yeah. The, yeah. the short the cement, stuff, that, the cement yeah. style. Yeah. Barely shower after the game because you had burns all over. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. even that, that's made a lot of progress. <laughs> so old I am, but everything's changed in 20 years. It's crazy to come around and see yeah. how much everything has changed in 20 years. And you know, we're sitting in this brand new building. Um, talk about the facilities and and how that goes into recruiting and the kind of facility war that the different schools have and, and where where we're at in that in that race. For sure. I, I think we're as good as anywhere in the country, to be honest with you. And um, I think the reason we are is because this facility and everything that's available to our players has been created and has been with the thought process of making the player's life the best it can possibly be. Um, not the fanciest offices, not maybe the, the biggest things that you can show off on a recruiting visit, but rather this is how it affects your day-to-day -day life during your time here. And the fact that our guys, training room, weight room, position coaches' office, their position meeting rooms, the academic center, the dining hall are all in one spot together, as well as the way our locker room set up, the way our game room set up, that there's all these spaces that our guys can just hang out and be amongst one another. Um, it's really created an environment that their experience while they're here is I think as good as anywhere in the country, and that allows us to kind of talk about that in recruiting and explain why it is designed the way it is, which I think people really appreciate. That's a huge deal because these players, it's such a grind. Like, you know, not only are they going through weight, weight workouts during the season and they're getting, you know, training to try to get healed up, but practice, and then, oh yeah, we got to go to school too. 
but having everything together is so important. You know, exactly. I used to remember you go to a dining center over on this part of campus and you're yeah. walking There's through. There's only so many hours the in the day. To, that, <laughs> yeah. to the study hall yeah. over there and, yeah. and having everything together is such a huge advantage. I remember not long ago when our guys had to, you leave practice, you walk over to get dinner, and then you're supposed to go to a tutoring session at Hickson. Yep. Well, that's not yep. real easy when there's no parking and it's yeah, 9 right. o'clock at night, like you said, and you're tired and exhausted. So it certainly made everything a lot more convenient. You are heavily involved in recruiting as the director of player personnel for Iowa State, and I, I kind of equate uh, it's like you're an FBI agent because you're getting tips left and right, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> on players. And not that you guys just rely on tips, but how do you kind of sort through all that and decide you know, which ones are worth pursuing further and which ones aren't? Yeah, certainly I think we've got a little bit of an idea targeting-wise where we want to recruit, what type of kid we want to recruit, the positions we are recruiting at that time. But um, the long and the short of it is we'll take every tip we can get. And there's a lot of guys on our football team who um, are really good players and they've all been kind of discovered in a little bit different way. So um, I think those tips are always good and we're always certainly appreciative of them. And you kind of got to turn on the film and – Sometimes in three clips, you know, they're really good. And sometimes in three clips, you know, they're not. And sometimes you got to keep watching. But um, we're certainly going to look at everybody that gets sent our way. Well, I know that one that kind of got sent your way from a, a connection in the past with Matt or whatever was Jeremiah Cooper. And I mean, you don't typically go into El Paso yeah. to recruit. So sometimes those tips really pay off. He's going to be a really good young player. He will. He will. So Coach Mills came onto our staff and he kind of knew okay. about he knew about Coop and um, for sure, he's the first young guy we've recruited from El Paso, and he's started, I think, every game since he's been here. So, yeah, he, he's doing a great job. Yeah, the, the recruiting is such an inexact science. You know, I was watching uh, Chiefs Bills yesterday, and probably who I think are the two best quarterbacks in the in the world, right. in the NFL, and they were talking about they're both three-star guys. Right. You know? So who are the guys that were four- and five-star above them? But they were talking about Josh Allen, and basically nobody wanted him. Right. He, he was a Fresno State fan and begged them to go play there and they just said no we won't take you and finally he ended up at wyoming and the rest is history but so you get all these stars you get a five-star guy four-star guy what does that mean to you guys yeah i think um certainly that's not what we build our process on now the people in that kind of world they do a great job and um the people at 247 or, or espn or rivals or wherever it may be on three those guys do do a good job and i think they are more right than they are wrong but at the same time man there's a lot of three-star, a lot of two-star, a lot of no-star guys who are really good football players. And we always say in our recruiting philosophy, we, we've got no interest in trying to win signing day. Signing day's cool. It's exciting. The kids like it. The families like it. It's a celebration because you have an opportunity to now go play college football. Um, but we're never going to try to be the people that are pounding our chest that we won signing day. We, we want to recruit guys who turn into good football players on Saturdays in the fall, not necessarily on a Wednesday in February or December. So... That's kind of our philosophy, and I, I think, you know, you look at the star rankings, it, it is a good reflection uh, globally, but there are certainly guys that fall through the cra cracks like Josh Allen. So to build on that, you know, some guys, they do fall through the cracks, and every school in the country has a walk-on program. I was yeah. reading your bio before we came yeah. on. <laughs> Obviously know you really well, but wanted to see uh, everything you're responsible for, and one of the things it mentioned was that walk-on program. So what what is that like at Iowa State? Yeah. How many guys are walking on? You know, yeah. some of the guys you could point out that have, have turned it into playing time. For sure. That that's one of the things I think that's most exciting about our, our program is that is something that's really meaningful to us. It's something we've had a tremendous amount of success with. Um, and I think it's something that's absolutely imperative because 
just like guys fall through the cracks, we'll make mistakes and things will happen in, in the recruiting process that, man, there's times where you're really hoping a walk-on does develop. And um, the first guy on our immediate team that comes to mind is like, man, Blake Clark's been here for five years and that guy's incredibly invaluable to our program in so many different ways. Kendall Jackson played all three different linebacker spots last Saturday. Um, played in the Clemson game, has done so many things over his time here. Connor Guess is our long snapper that nobody notices, but man, he's found a role and found a niche. And then you think of a guy like Steve O'Klotz that even to this day, maybe the fan base doesn't really know who he is until they pay a little closer attention, but he's going to have a tremendous career. And that's not even mentioning Jared Russ, who was first team all conference as a walk-on. So yeah. that I think is something that maybe I get more excited about than any part of my job is the walk-on program because those guys who come here, they're coming because they love Iowa State and they're coming because they really love football, um, which I think we can all appreciate. Yeah, every time, once in a while, it turns out okay, right, Jack? Every once in a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, we need to pause 10 seconds to allow our stations to identify themselves. This is the Cyclone Network from Learfield. We're back visiting with Derek Kutcher. He is Iowa State's Director of Player Personnel. And uh, you touched on wanting to develop guys that might be two or three-star guys that, that turn into four-star players, essentially, once yeah. they're here on campus. And I think one thing that really allows that to shine through is the fact that Matt's now in his seventh year here, and you've been able to stack one good recruiting class on top of another with those guys just like that that you do develop. And so now some of those younger guys are finally getting their chance to see the field and we see how good they are the Bo Freelers that we we just talked about um you know Miles Purchase or TJ Tampa or you know there's so many examples that I go on and on of guys that have, uh, are emerging right before our eyes um take me to kind of that how how valuable is it that Matt now is in his seventh year and you know you're not just starting from scratch every year you've, you've got something a foundation to build on for sure I, I think it's invaluable and I think there is um, you know he even talks about a, a lot at the beginning of his time here you're kind of trying to sell a vision and a hope and versus now there's a little bit of reality and I think for us what we're most proud of is there's a reality program wide not only we've had guys go to the NFL we've had guys win huge football games here we've had all Americans we've had every single senior we've ever had has graduated we've had guys walk on and go earn scholarships and there's all these different things that we're really proud of how our program program wide has developed and so rather than saying hey here's what we're hoping to do being able to talk through and share the history and the tradition and say this is how we've gotten to where we're at right now this is what we're proud of but man this was where we st still see the growth being available. And um, so I think that is really imperative. So lots changed in seven years of recruiting. Even the last <laughs> two or three years, a lot has changed, you know, as far as NIL, the transfer portal. How is that changing the game as far as what you have to do on the recruiting trail? It, yeah, it's, it's totally different than it was, like you said, just seven years ago. Um, there's a lot of components of our job that didn't exist that, that short time ago. So um, I think now there's just a lot more factors that go into it that you've got to kind of be kind of on the lookout for. Um, certainly guys on our program, you know, at every school in the country are going to maybe transfer at a higher rate than they have previously. So trying to project and predict what scholarships you're going to have available annually is a little bit different than it used to be. Certainly, how do you influence your team? And is it just high school? Is it high school and JUCO? Is it high school, JUCO and transfer portal? Which for us, the answer is kind of come one, come all. We're going to look in every different area we can to try to build the best team possible. Um, so yeah, it's certainly changed in a lot of ways. And then the NIL is a totally different component of it that 
um, is what it is and was intended for all the right reasons. And, and like anything, there's a little bit unintended consequences out there that um, you may have to manage through a little bit here and there. So, yeah, it's a much different world. And it used to be you sign your letter of intent and you're kind of there for five years. And uh, it seems like that does recruiting doesn't stop now. I mean, no. you have a guy that's playing really well, his buddy's on another team or say, hey, come over here and that's got to make your job even more difficult. It, it is, and it's one thing that we're really proud of, though, in our program is, man, we, we've always, since Coach Campbell's gotten here, prided ourselves on the first and only priority for our staff every day is make sure our kids are having the best experience we possibly can. And I think if we continue to do that right and do it that and commit to that on a daily basis, man, our guys are going to want to stay here. And certainly we've got to continue to provide the best opportunity we can for them reach their full potential in all areas and not rest on that. Um, but we're really confident in who we are, what we're about, that we can help maintain those relationships to keep those guys here. How much do you try to, uh, one more follow-up, how yep. much do you try to like just communicate with these guys? You know, I remember years ago when you sign your letter and you're, it's really hard to transfer, you're gonna sit out. Guys went through tough times and they're yeah. not playing and they're frustrated, they're a long ways from home. Uh, but it was like, get over it, no, yeah. no one's sitting there babying you or bringing you along or talking to you but you probably have to be on the lookout for that now because yeah. if a guy is not happy in month two yeah he could be gone in month four that's a great question and, and to be honest with you that's the absolute core and fabric of what our program's been built on long before the transfer portal existed and it it goes back to what coach campbell believes in which goes back to kind of his experience as a college athlete long ago and that is every single person who works in our building whether you're in recruiting you're a coach you're a strength coach whatever it is we all know from the top down from Coach Campbell's kind of direction is our doors are always open to each and every kid on our pro in our program. So you do have to be on top of those things and not only to keep your kids in your program, but because it's the right thing to do. Um, because yeah. between 18 to 22 with college football and the pressure and 61,000 every Saturday, like it is going to get hard. And we tell every kid at that in recruiting, don't come to school to Iowa State because you feel like there's some motion right now or because your buddy committed here or X, Y, or because we won a great game. Or don't even come here because Saturdays are really cool. Come here because you trust us and you want to be around us and you enjoy the teammates you're going to play with because that's what's going to matter when it gets hard and it for sure is going to get hard. That's the one thing we can guarantee. All right, we'll come back with more of the Cyclone Coaches Corner fueled by Renewable Energy Group right after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. Touchdown! You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda, all with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. At MidAmerican Energy, we want to help keep you safe around power lines and electrical equipment. Always assume a power line is energized, even if it's on the ground. To avoid the risk of an accidental shock or electrocution, avoid touching a power line with anything. And when you see high voltage warnings on transformers and substations, stay away. We care about you and your safety. Get more tips at midamericanenergy.com. Paid for by the customers of MidAmerican Energy. We all love a good win, catching up with friends, saving money at the pump, soaking up the perfect Iowa day, sitting down to a really, really good meal. These are the everyday delights that make us smile. These are the moments that connect us all as Iowans. And these are the wins that, more often than not, start with Iowa's farm families and the crop they're growing. 
Because when corn grows Iowa, Iowans win. Learn more about how to share your own wins at iowacorn.org backslash Iowans win. Sue Cup Manufacturing Company offers decades of quality products from a family-owned business. From our team to your field, a winning combination producing innovative, reliable products, giving you back the quality time for what's most important to you. In a world filled with challenges, Sukup is selling solutions. Visit sukup.com to find your dealer today. Get a High D Plus premium membership for just $99 a year and get fuel savings every time you shop in store and online. Plus, exclusive deals and offers every month. Plus, free standard delivery and free express pickup. With Hy-Vee Plus, our plus equals more. For a limited time, get $50 off an annual Hy-Vee Plus membership with code SAVEBIG. That's right, get $50 off a Hy-Vee Plus membership with code SAVEBIG. Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. Back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner from Iowa Farm Fields to Jack Trice Stadium. Renewable Energy Group has a play in supporting agriculture and creating a cleaner, more sustainable environment. We're going to have Jamie Pollard along in just a couple of minutes. Right now we're wrapping things up with Derek Kutcher. He is Iowa State's Director of Player Personnel. And Jack Whitfer is our guest co-host tonight. And all season long, Pivot Bio is sponsoring First Downs for Farmers, donating $25 to the Iowa State College of Agriculture for each Cyclone First Down. Cyclones currently have 139 first downs. That's a total donation of $3,475. Turn to a better nitrogen. Turn to Pivot Bio. Well, Derek, one of the things we were just talking about off there is Anthony Johnson on week from Saturday, if assuming he starts that game, which, you know, knock on wood, let's hope he stays healthy and does. Uh, but Anthony would be set the school record with his 50th career start, uh, breaking the mark held by, shared by uh, Mike Rose and Jaquan Bailey. Uh, but man, what a, what a, you talk about recruiting success stories. That is a recruiting success story. Yeah, I, I don't think there's anyone that embodies what our program stands for more than Anthony Johnson. Um, he's a great teammate, he's a great leader. He's a great son, he's a great friend, he's a great student, and he's a great player. And he, um, I think, made a decision that he wanted to come back to help this program um, for one more year, and he wanted to maybe help improve his opportunity at the next level and move positions. And um, the thing I think that's really exciting about him, too, that you got to look to and, and really respect is he's certainly playing the best year he's ever played. Um, and when your, your seniors play their best football, like Coach says often, that gives you a chance. And he's certainly done that, and he's the same guy every day. Nobody works harder than him. Nobody cares more than him. So, yeah, it's, he's certainly a deserving guy to have that award or have that honor and have that stat next to his name and be the record holder. And like you said, Jack, I think that's going to be awfully hard for anyone to break at any point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it's going to be tough. But, you know, he came back for this fifth COVID year, but so did – Two other guys that I think have NFL potential, Xavier and, and Will McDonald. Yeah. And uh, those are guys that 
you you would know more about their NFL chances, but it seems to me like they're guys that are right in that conversation. But they came back for one more year. What's that say about this program? Yeah, it, it, I think it. Hopefully, it says a lot, and um, we're certainly really thankful those guys did. Certainly, I think Xavier and Will both would have gotten drafted last year and made a decision to come back and maybe improve their draft stock and, and obviously have a little bit different role on this team as the senior rather than the junior like they were a year ago. Or And Xavier, in his situation, super like you senior. said, come yeah. back as a super senior. But for those guys to take over the leadership role of this football team and hopefully improve their stock as well a little bit in the way in the process um, I think it says a lot about them and who they are and what they care about and, and hopefully says a lot about our program and our ability to de develop them as well well before we let you go we got to ask about the current Cyclones that are in the NFL because man they're doing some stuff on Sundays yeah. it's great to watch it's a yeah, blast for sure it, it makes Sunday afternoons really exciting and yeah. Whether it's Allen and David and Kane or Brees or Jake Hummel or certainly Brock out there, and he's playing a lot now. And we got a couple other guys who um, Charlie and Chase will be there soon. AJ and Klein's AJ still Klein's back, I think, yeah. on year ten. So yeah. yeah, that's something we're really excited for for them, number one, and, and certainly excited for our program too, because I think it, it shows that um, what's occurring here and the development that's available at Iowa State to allow those guys to reach their goals and dreams. I, I think it's something we're all proud of, and um, Brees is making it loud and clear. I think that not only <laughs> should he have won the Doak last year, but yes. he's still pretty good. How cool is it to to sit in a kid's living room or have him on campus as a high schooler in his Wichita jacket, you know, dreaming about the NFL, and then you've been here long enough to see that into making it yeah. happen. And yeah, it's awesome. And, and Brees is the one guy that maybe you did know it was going to happen because he's <laughs> been pretty special for a long time. But to think back how recently that was, I mean, West Virginia 2018, I remember it like yesterday. He and Jirel were here on a recruiting visit, and now he's doing what he did and seeing the picture with he and Allen after the game and yeah, the cool. fact that Brees is doing it in Iowa State gloves, and I know Allen wears those too. Like, that's really – it's really something that I think we can all be really proud of and thankful for. How much does that conversation come up in the recruiting process? Obviously, you want to sell them on being a Cyclone and being here. How much of the conversation is about – next level yeah you hope you hope it is a lot because we're certainly recruiting guys that love football yeah. um that's what we hope to recruit and guys who love football want to play as long as they can so it does come up a lot and um i think everyone understands that man that's a, that's something that you got to go accomplish and you have to put in a lot of work but there's a lot of different things whether it's nutrition or, or technically academically and removing distractions there's so many different ways we can help assist in that development process um, but so yeah hopefully that's something that comes up a lot with each kid awesome thanks for taking the time Derek really appreciate it absolutely appreciate it Derek Hudger is the director of player personnel for Cyclone football he's been our guest we're gonna have Jamie Pollard coming along next Jack Whitford our guest co-host tonight back with more of the Cyclone Coaches Corner fueled by Renewable Energy Group after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield Iowa State University is living Cardinal gold and green. The cooking oil that is used at Jack Trice Stadium and the dining halls throughout the campus is recycled at Renewable Energy Group's biorefineries in Newton and Mason City, Iowa to produce renewable fuel. Iowa State University uses the renewable fuel on campus to power their vehicles and equipment. Together, we're creating a cleaner, more sustainable campus. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Get a High D Plus premium membership for just $99 a year and get fuel savings every time you shop in-store and online. Plus, exclusive deals and offers every month. Plus, free standard delivery and free express pickup. With High V Plus, our plus equals more. For a limited time, get $50 off an annual High V Plus membership with code SAVEBIG. That's right, get $50 off a High V Plus membership with code SAVEBIG. Two Cup Manufacturing Company offers decades of quality products from a family-owned business. From our team to your field, a winning combination producing innovative, reliable products, giving you back the quality time for what's most important to you. In a world filled with challenges, Sukup is selling solutions. Visit sukup.com to find your dealer today. You probably know that a natural gas leak smells like rotten eggs, but what does a gas leak look or sound like? If you hear a whooshing or hissing sound, see dirt, dust, or water spraying from an area, or you get dizzy or queasy, leave the area immediately, then call 1-800-595-5325 once you're safely away. See midamericanenergy.com for more safety tips. Paid for by the customers of MidAmerican Energy. Wherever people work, live, or play, there is a plumber and steam fitter who made it possible. In today's business climate, you need partners you can trust, partners that care about your company and your customers. Partners like the Plumbers and Steam Fitters, Local Union 33. Local Union 33 finds the right people, trains them exceptionally well, and supplies a qualified workforce, whether you need general or specialized skills. For more information, log on to UALocal33.org. Hey Cyclone fans, Coach Campbell here. We've been working hard all year to get ready for the season ahead, just like Iowa's corn farmers do. Because when the Cyclones take the field and Iowa corn farmers take theirs, Iowans win. Want to support Iowa corn farmers? It's easy. Buy corn-fed meat, dairy, and eggs. Fill your cup with safe drinking water right from the tap. And fuel your vehicle with clean, renewable, homegrown E15 unleaded 88. Now who's ready for Cyclone football? Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner. Iowa State University is living cardinal gold and green through their partnership with Renewable Energy Group, 
and bringing clean fuel solutions to campus. Our thanks to Derek Hudger, Iowa State's Director of Player Personnel for Football, for joining us tonight as he filled in for Matt Campbell, who's on the road recruiting. And now we have Jamie Pollard visiting with us. Jack Whitfer is our guest co-host tonight. And the Iowa Corn Cyhawk Series is about celebrating our student-athletes as well as our state's corn farmers. Just like the Cyclones and Hawkeyes work all hard all year to get ready for the season ahead, so do Iowa's corn farmers growing a crop used in over 4,000 products. That's a win for all Iowans. Well, Jamie, it was announced today it's going to be an 11 o'clock kick for Oklahoma. Um, I know some fans aren't always in favor of the 11 o'clock kick. Uh, I love them personally when I when I want to get home and do something else that day. But um, what are some of the advantages, disadvantages from your perspective to the 11 o'clock kicks? Well, on a personal note, Charlie Behrens is playing at CY Stevens Saturday night. Oh, he's the comedian from Wisconsin. So okay, see, there, there was know. one person who was very grateful <laughs> that it was an eleven o'clock kick because I bought fourteen tickets to the Ooh. show today. So oh, um, nice. Um, <clears throat> At least you waited until today. That was a smart move. Well, I was waiting to see. I <laughs> yeah. thought if, otherwise I wouldn't be able to go. Yeah. So I'm actually going to try to have Charlie in my box. He's oh, debating nice. whether to come over and okay. Google that, and you'll find the humor. Okay. So, But okay. nonetheless, you know, the coaches love 11 o'clock. I mean, if you were to ask Coach Campbell, he'd say he'd play that every single time, either home or on the road. Yeah. Um, so from that perspective, you know, it's great because that's, you know, that's our number one focus is what do they want. You know, personally, I've always been a very pro night game for a multitude of reasons. I love this place in the dark. I think it looks really cool, all lit up. I've always thought night games are a little more electric. And then, you know, just from a sheer business standpoint, you know, our fans pay a lot of money, donate a lot of money. And, you know, 11 o'clocks make it pretty hard to amortize that commitment. Um, Understood. You know, but now if you go win... Then they got all day right. to. You know, so like the Baylor game was one of those where they didn't, you know, they didn't get to amortize their donations fully that day. Gotcha. So I'm always thinking like that. Well, I can tell you this: with the RV village, there's some people taking advantage of a long True. tailgate, and th that's where I've been tailgating this year. What a setup out there! I mean, it's it, unlike anything I've seen at any other stadium. It's really, you know, it it it's very seldom do things you do exceed what you thought they would do, and I have to say that has exceeded. Not that I knew what it would be like, but the environment out there is far greater than I ever thought it would be. And um, it's, it, I think it's really neat for our fan base because it's not, you know, it's not a beer bash. It's, it's a lot of families, lot of kids, families. Yeah. dogs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm amazed the number of dogs that must be left in motorhomes while their <laughs> owners go into the game. We may have to talk to the vet school and see if we can start something out there like <laughs> dog watches. <laughs> yeah, and, and when that first was revealed or, or, or talked about it seemed like oh it's gonna be way out there and it's gonna be a long walk to the stadium that walk from the tailgate to the stadium over the bridge is almost like a tradition now it's yes. like it, it is yeah. awesome to yeah. The, yeah the whole swarm is just going right. together well you know it is i get it it's harder for the people that just would like come out to some people's rv tailgates yeah so it's a little bigger of a commitment but I also find it fascinating, like you'll see, you know, early in the day, the people going, you know where they're going, right? They're right. walking out to somebody's tailgate. Yeah, it's a, it's a good scene going both directions, for sure. Um, and home attendance has been really good. Iowa State's averaging 58,478 at home. And you know, that right there is amazing, Jamie, because when we stop and think about, you know, oh. when, when you came on board and it was just trying to get to 50,000. Well, 50, when this 000, guy played. Yeah, trying to get to 50,000. It wasn't 60,000. No, trying to get to 50, you know, and now... Well, now you know, 60 is a pretty regular occurrence. Well, you know, we take that for granted. I mean, we're 
45,000 plus season ticket holders this year. Um, our student crowd has been the largest we've ever had because we had a bigger student section. What's uh, been fascinating because I, I just got all the numbers this week because we have a meeting with our student advisory group here in another week. But the uh, the activation of the student fan base is at its all-time high. So it's one thing to sell more tickets because we had more seats to sell. Right. But it's a second thing to have them being activated at a higher rate than they've ever activated. That bodes really well for the future. Yeah. So, yeah, our fans have been engaged. The crowd, you know, whatever that was two weeks ago for the Kansas State game, you know, yeah. was spectacular. Um, you know, unfortunately, the game itself, I mean, you know, we, yeah, we didn't win, so that's never f as fun. But the game itself wasn't a game. Like, the game in Austin was, like, really exciting. There was stuff going back and forth. The K-State game was just kind of this slow-moving <laughs> You know, it, it didn't have the the energy that you would love to have had. Yeah, it was a pitcher's duel. Right, it was a pitcher's duel. And also looking towards the, the future, I've been on two road trips now this season, and the one thing I noticed about Iowa State versus the other two places I've been, there's so many families here, like yes. the kids here, the young right. kids here, and you talk about the future and not just building students, but the fan base. Is that deliberate or is that just yeah. – did you think about that when you got here? Like, how do we get 60,000? Well, we better get a bunch of kids here too. I don't know if we uh, – no, that would be – you know, I'd be making that up to say that. But um, I think what it more is a reflection of is you know, I, I joke with the ADs at Oklahoma State, TCU. You know, they can sell – they got waiting lists for suites, but they can't sell tickets to fans. And, you know, I'll go to their stadiums and go, gosh, it'd be nice to have that, right? They come here and go, wow, like we wish we had what you guys have. And so I think it's more a reflection of just the culture of the, maybe the Midwest and this state that um, it's it's more of a, a family atmosphere. And certainly the Hills historically have contributed to that. But I can't say the Hills really do that today because, you know, how many times have you heard, oh, I grew up throwing the ball around on the hill. Well, you can't throw <laughs> you a ball around on the hill anymore. <laughs> you know, they're they're packed grass hills. So. But it is part of the culture, and and um, that's neat. And I'll put a plug in to keep the hills. You know, growing absolutely. up, oh, when absolutely. I played, there was four hills. Like, wow, well, I wish we had bleachers there. But part of who that's we are. where my kids sit now. They're yeah. the juniors, right. and they'd rather sit there than in a packed stadium. They yeah. can move around a little bit, and yeah, I think it's great. Well, we intentionally did that when we did this end of the stadium a year ago. You know, we kept it. We actually enhanced them yeah. to make them a little more usable. But that was a conscious decision to say keep the hills. And, and one thing that. You know, you might not want to take any credit for getting families into the stadium, but the tailgate tour, I think, is conducive to that, too. And that has been – when you came in, you changed it to include kids and make them feel like a part of the family. And I think that um, that has something to do with it, too, because it, they love coming to the tailgate tour as a family and they love coming to games as a family. Well, you, you know, you're – I think back as many years ago. Yeah. Also kind of starts to scare too. me. I know yeah. you've been around too. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we joked back then when we started that, we said we need to grow our own fans, right? right. And tongue-in-cheek, you know, with the agricultural state. But Plant those seeds. you and I know it from the tailgate tour is we'll get somebody that comes up yep. and says, I was out there as a little kid 15 years ago, and you gave me a hat or you gave yeah. me a shirt, and now I'm a junior at Iowa State. And you're going, well, it worked. Exactly. Exactly. That's what it's all about. We're visiting with Jamie Pollard, and we'll come back with more of the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group, right after these messages on the Cyclone Radio Network from Learfield.
It's Chevy truck season, and Chevy offers a full lineup of trucks and accessories, which means it's the perfect time to find the truck for you and make it your own. Make your Silverado bolder with a sport bar and bed liner. Make your Colorado brighter with perimeter bed lighting. And make your Silverado HD more secure with a tonneau cover. Your Chevy dealer can help you find the right Chevy truck and accessories for you to make the most out of truck season. More Iowans drive Chevy. Tournament Club of Iowa, designed by golf legend Arnold Palmer. TCI is his only signature course in the state. TCI is a public course that offers a challenging yet enticing experience for golfers of all levels and is now managed by Kaler Golf. Cap off your round with breathtaking views and a delicious meal at the Copper Oak Restaurant. Looking for a unique setting for your wedding, party, or outing? Look no further than TCI. Visit tcofiowa.com to book your tea time today. Two Cup Manufacturing Company offers decades of quality products from a family-owned business. From our team to your field, a winning combination producing innovative, reliable products, giving you back the quality time for what's most important to you. In a world filled with challenges, Sukup is selling solutions. Visit sukup.com to find your dealer today. At MidAmerican Energy, we want to help keep you safe around power lines and electrical equipment. Always assume a power line is energized, even if it's on the ground. To avoid the risk of an accidental shock or electrocution, avoid touching a power line with anything. And when you see high voltage warnings on transformers and substations, stay away. We care about you and your safety. Get more tips at midamericanenergy.com. Paid for by the customers of MidAmerican Energy. Get a High B Plus Premium Membership for just $99 a year and get fuel savings every time you shop in-store and online. Plus, exclusive deals and offers every month. Plus, free standard delivery and free express pickup. With High V Plus, our plus equals more. For a limited time, get $50 off an annual High V Plus membership with code SAVEBIG. That's right, get $50 off a High V Plus membership with code SAVEBIG. No matter your lifestyle, there's a Ford for you. Find exclusive offers on the perfect one at your Northland Ford dealers. Like the Ford F-150, designed with new tech to help you work smart and hard. Or the Ford Explorer and Escape, SUVs the whole family can appreciate. Plus the Ford Bronco Sport, built for thrill-seekers and outdoor enthusiasts. Customize your own vehicle by placing a retail order at your Northland Ford dealers today. And thank you for making Ford the best-selling brand in South Dakota. Best-selling brand in South Dakota based on 2021 CY sales. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group. Renewable Energy Group and Iowa State University, playing for a cleaner, more sustainable community together. We're visiting with Jamie Pollard. Our thanks to Derek Kudger from the Iowa State football staff who joined us earlier, and Jack Whitford is our guest co-host. And the Cyclones are sacking hunger with each quarterback sack. Farm Credit Services of America is donating money, and the Iowa Pork Producers Association is donating pork to help sack hunger in Iowa, where one in seven children lives with food insecurity. Donations go to the Iowa Food Bank Association. It was just brought up with our REG friends here, Jamie, that this game with Oklahoma was really was a night game, but it was Thursday night, yeah. And... Uh, I guess I'm glad that it moved to Saturday. Are you? Uh, given the forecast for this, uh, well, it actually isn't this weekend. It's fun. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking yeah. of this Thursday. I'm going, it's cold yeah. out there right now. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. 
that was one of the games that was earmarked for a possible Thursday night, and then when they finally set the schedule, they said, no, yeah. it's going to go on Saturday. So it's it's probably better on Saturday. It's less disruption on campus. Yeah. How much of those Thursday and maybe even Friday night games going to play into, like, the next media contract? And, you know, I was, we were down in Austin, you know, out the night before, and the only game on is Navy-SMU. Like, yep. the whole country is watching it, and it seems right. like that could be an attractive time spot, too. I, I think you can count on that. You know, one of the things that – Commissioner Yormark is, you know, really emphasizing is, you know, if we're just going to do it the normal way, then we're going to get the normal results. So if we want to stir the pot, get a better deal, kind of fly against the grain, then you better be willing to do some things that maybe we hadn't um, chosen to do in the past. And so certainly, you know, Thursdays, I could see Sundays, um, you know, and, and, yeah, Fridays and Fridays have kind of been sacred for high school football, but you you see games around the country. You do, and uh, I think we all watch West Virginia Baylor. Yeah, yes. it was either that or the Bears, and yeah. So uh, anyway, I won't go there because that was brutal. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sorry about what Brees Hall did to your Packers uh, yesterday too, but um, and did to Alan Lazar too? Okay, <laughs> he did. He did. Because Alan's on my side. Yeah, uh, that's true, and, and we love that. Uh, Alan Lazard has made the Packers uh, uh, watchable, at least for me. Uh, we did have another question, and it was regarding NIL and its impact and kind of the, just the competition for the same dollar um, and, and how, that's, how that's played out. Well, you know, right now I, I still think we're in this phase of um, trying to fully understand and, and uh, evaluate how that is playing out. You know, I would say it's painfully obvious it's not as easy as – Yes. You just open a shingle and there's just this flow of money that was going to come in that wasn't coming in before. But it's also not anywhere near probably as out there as the national media likes to portray it. Certainly not in the Midwest. Um, but, you know, we're working our way through it. You know, the, Brent Bloom's doing a great job with the We Will. And, you know, we're we're trying to find those opportunities for our student athletes that – have the ability to be able to use their name, image, and likeness for their for their own personal gain, but at the same time, you know, it just isn't an open spigot. And you know, our 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 young people, young men, young women, are showing up to do what they're doing, and they're getting paid for what they're doing. We're not in the space of just giving it away. Yeah. Just because. Are there serious conversations going on either at the NCAA? I know federal government's talked about a little bit about actual regulation of this and is it too late to put the cat back in the bag or how does that happen it to start regulating and because in my opinion it's hard to have unlimited nil and an open transfer portal like yeah. that's pouring gas on the fire like Correct. one or the other might work but it seems like both is a is a really tough combination yeah if you were drawing it up from uh, ground zero you wouldn't have done both of those right. at the same time it um the solution's probably somewhere in the middle. You know, it's to, to say we're going to have congressional uh, input that's going to just solve it. No. Now, we may need some limited congressional um, help to try to just get the, you know, for, for example, 50 different states having 50 different rules, right? right? It's a patchwork. So having something like that to just try to make it be there, there's one set, right? But at the same time, I think we also just have to go through it a cycle. You know, how many times have we heard this isn't sustainable, right? And I don't think in some of those cases it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, nothing against the young man we just played against at Texas, but 
there's NFL quarterbacks that aren't making $4 million a year. He didn't look like somebody should be getting paid $4 million. Now, maybe he's not, but that's what's reported, right? Yeah. And if that's truly happening, you kind of look and go, that's not sustainable. Because the NFL wouldn't pay him $4 million to do what he did against us, right? Yeah. You know, so that's where I think we kind of have to have this reckoning. You know, and, and we're still not that far into it, you know, to, to really know what the impact yeah, is. Yeah, we talked about a little bit before the show. Like, the, yeah, the market probably does have to figure it out a little bit. Because yes. donors are going to, yeah, they might pay for Nigel Pack to go to Miami, play basketball for 400000 But what if a guy gets hurt or just doesn't yep. perform and transfers again? Transfers again. I mean, Correct. Uh, yeah. the quarterback at Texas you mentioned about, or mentioned, was at Ohio State making a million dollars. Correct. And before he played a snap, he's at Texas making money. And so <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and so I think that you got to have some of those go through just to see where it really f shakes out. Yeah, that makes um, sense. That so. makes sense. Jamie, switching gears here for a moment, but you've announced recently that you're going to have a year-long celebration uh, of the legacy of Jack Trice. Yes. Um, what kind of details can you share with us about that? I know people are really excited about that because – He's such a big part of the of what Iowa State University is. Right. So there um, there was a, a committee that was commissioned on campus to uh, to make this be more than just athletics, and and that was really important to us. You know, we certainly were going to do whatever we were going to do in athletics, but I mean, this is a big moment for Iowa State University, and so uh, there was a, a cross section of people from the community and the campus community that have spent the last year vetting a whole set of ideas and kind of shrunk that down to some um, ideas that will be initiated. There will be uh, the art installation coming here. I think it's next week it starts going in. But there will be a unveiling on Friday before the West Virginia game of a really cool piece of art that's out here. And I'm you know me well enough to know I'm not an artsy person, right? And most of that art that you have to have with these projects has nothing to do with the building <laughs> that it's associated with. This piece of art is really cool. I think it captures the essence of Jack Trice well, and, the, wait to see and the message. So there's that part. There is a piece that I don't want to say that they're going to unveil, which I think is going to be really neat because it'll have a, a lasting legacy, something similar to how the stadium name has. Yeah. Um, and then there's, there's going to be a whole set of things throughout the year. There's a lecture series that I think is really fascinating given you know what has gone on in our country. Mm -hmm. There'll obviously be a game next fall that there'll be a throwback day and a, a jersey and a helmet and awesome. such once we know the football schedule. Yeah. Um, and then there could be some other things that are dropped in there too. And just to be clear, the, this will we just celebrated the 99th anniversary. Was Didn't the celebrate State game. It, but, yes, the 99th anniversary of the death of Jack Trice was the Kansas State game. So it will be the 100th year of next year. And correct. so, and technically, uh, that the exact 100th date doesn't fall on a Saturday. Right. So we're trying, hoping to get a home game that weekend that's closest to it. Yeah. What's so cool about college football is history and tradition. Yes. And, you know, I hate to say this, but when I played here, there wasn't a lot of tradition uh, at Iowa State. But I think it's – Jack Trice has given this fan base just something to be proud of and, right. and has really rallied about. I mean, look at John's shirt right now if there it is. On, yeah. the, on the camera. But yeah. something that's really been cool for this fan base to embrace and really look forward to that. I, I agree. And it's, um, you know, it's the only football stadium in the country, college stadium, that's named after um, you know, a former black player. And mm -hmm. um, Wake Forest does have one named after a, a former basketball player. Okay. But we're the only football stadium, and we kind of like that being the only. Yeah, it's a it's a neat part of Iowa State's history for sure, and it says something about Iowa State that in, in 1923 there was 
a black player on the Iowa State roster Correct. because not everybody was uh, was thinking that way back then. And so um, it's great, and, yep. and I think it'll be a really neat and well-deserved tribute. Um, you've got volleyball on a nice little roll yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, they've been We're playing, second place, playing really well, and. They've kind of been the cardiac kids with all these reverse oh. sweeps, but they've got a big one Wednesday against Texas, and we want people to come out to that. Well, I'd been kidding, Christy, that, you know, you do realize your AD is a heart patient, right? <laughs> and so um, I watched the Oklahoma match the other night, and so I sent her a text, and she goes, just so you know, the kids said they were dedicating that to your heart because <laughs> we didn't play five no, sets, right? No, we kind I was of like, my, I, my, and So I sent her back a little emoji of a heart, and I said, my heart loves you. <laughs> well, I took my kids to the Kansas match uh, last week or the week before, and wife and son as well, but the girls really loved it, and the atmosphere there is terrific. Right. And, I think probably a lot of that, I don't know how much it is, but for our family, the Junior Cyclone Club, we bought those tickets, and you get into some of these other events Correct. for free. That has to make a, a huge impact on some of the other Olympic sports. Well, it has, and, you know, volleyball, the students have been wonderful. Yeah, they were great. Yeah. You know, the student crowd has been probably the best I've seen it in I my agree. time here for volleyball. I agree. yeah. So, um, but, yeah, they're, you know, heck, we, we played West Virginia last week, midweek, where the crowd maybe wasn't as good on a Wednesday night, and, you know, we – they hadn't won a Big 12 match, and we lose the first two, and you're just like, oh, gosh. <laughs> I can't believe we're going to lose this. Well, then we come back and win the next three. Yeah. So it was a long night. We didn't get out of it until, like, 930, but we left on a positive. I think it's four reverse sweeps this season, yes. which is unheard of. So uh, really, really cool that they continue to come back like that. Uh, Jamie, tomorrow uh, is Women's Basketball Media Day down yes. in Kansas City for the Big 12, and then Wednesday's Men's Basketball Correct. Media Day. So. Those seasons are very much here. Oh, it's on. This yeah. is the time of the year where we have the overlap, and it feels like every sport we have is competing or practicing. you got to so, be really excited about basketball in Hilton Coliseum this year, though. Yeah. You know, the, the, I mean, clearly the women, the hype for the women's season is uh, maybe the, you know, the most it's ever been at Iowa State. And, um, you know, so you always worry about that a little bit is you can get too hyped up for it. But they're good. And I think the young ladies on that team are experienced and they're ready for it. And, you know, it'll be it'll be fun. And then the men, you know, it's uh, a little bit like Christmas. That there's presents under the tree. You don't know what's wrapped. Yeah. And you're looking to see the wrapping come off because, you know, again, we'll have a lot of new faces. Yep. And um, it'll be fun to see what Coach Otzelberger and his staff are able to do with them. Well, I love the way Coach Fenley embraced the expectations. He's uh -huh. not running and hiding from him. He said, look, we are good. I get it. Well, that little dance scene on Twitter. <laughs> exactly. I sent him a text and I said, and just think what you would have done if the Cardinals still been in the playoffs. <laughs> I'm glad you're sending these texts, not me. But, you know, that was a fun one. But, again, here's a coach who's in his 28th year. Um, maybe this is 29th. I can't I'm remember. I'm glad you – Bill, if you're listening, you notice how John didn't say, well, you got a coach that's – Years old. He said, <laughs> no. no, you're in your 28th year. Yeah, I think it's So 28th. he's like 48 because he started when he was 20. 28th or 29th. I'm, I'm losing track. But the fact that he did that video yep. is showing you that, look, this is fun. This is basketball. Right. This is not, you know. It, he it's doesn't a great take way himself to, too serious. No, he's starting to take yep. the pressure off his team already, and I love yep. it. Yep, yep. So, well, we wish both those teams well, and we'll talk much more about basketball with Jamie over the course of the coming weeks. But right now, we want to take a break. We'll come back with more of the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group, after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. You probably know that a natural gas leak smells like rotten eggs, but what does a gas leak look or sound like? 
If you hear a whooshing or hissing sound, see dirt, dust, or water spraying from an area, or you get dizzy or queasy, leave the area immediately, then call 1-800-595-5325 once you're safely away. See midamericanenergy.com for more safety tips. Paid for by the customers of MidAmerican Energy. The coalition to support Iowa's farmers, working beside you. Hi, this is Coach Matt Campbell. I know that it takes a solid team to create success on the field, and the same is true for your livestock farm. The coalition to support Iowa's farmers can work beside you to develop a winning strategy. So add coalition to your lineup by calling 1-800-932-2436 or visit supportfarmers.com and get your team started today. The coalition to support Iowa's farmers, your farm, your family, our focus. Cyclone Nation, do you want stylish Cyclone gear at an exclusive listener price? Authentic Brand offers the most premium selection of unique Cyclone apparel that has me looking my best on game day and every day. Shop their comfortable and versatile styles at Authentic-Brand.com and save 15% with this radio offer. Use the code CycloneRadio when you shop Authentic-Brand.com. That's all one word, Cyclone Radio at Authentic-Brand.com. The name on the mailbox may say Smith, Myers, Baumgartner, or Johnson, but when you choose to plant with Rob Seco, it includes your name too, making you a stockholder in a company that's invested in you. With the simplicity that makes us easy to do business with, relationships that bring more to the table, the technology, traits, and genetics that take on local conditions, and people with the know-how to use it. And Rob Seco, the only stockholder we listen to is you. Get a High D Plus premium membership for just $99 a year and get fuel savings every time you shop in-store and online. Plus, exclusive deals and offers every month. Plus, free standard delivery and free express pickup. With High D Plus, our plus equals more. For a limited time, get $50 off an annual High D Plus membership with code SAVEBIG. That's right, get $50 off a High D Plus membership with code SAVEBIG. Two teams, one goal. Renewable Energy Group and Iowa State University have partnered to bring sustainable solutions to improving air quality and reducing carbon emissions on the campus of Iowa State University. Through the use of clean fuel produced at Renewable Energy Group's biorefineries in Newton and Mason City, Iowa, students can breathe easier knowing that two teams are working together in creating a cleaner, more sustainable campus. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner. Renewable Energy Group and Iowa State University are delivering on their sustainability goal by taking used cooking oil from the university and producing renewable fuel that powers vehicles and equipment on campus. Our thanks to Derek Hudger, Iowa State's Director of Player Personnel for Football. He joined us filling in for Matt Campbell this week as Matt's on the road recruiting. And Matt will be back with us next Monday. Also, we have Jamie Pollard with us right now and Jack Whitfer as our guest co-host. Servitech offers a variety of precision ag services, including soil sampling, fertility recommendations, scouting, and data management. Call 800-557-7509 or go to Servitech.com to play Servitech in your starting lineup and start putting more bushels in your bins. One more basketball question before we move on from that, Jamie. Uh, the, the new parking uh, north of Sheman. Yes. Uh, how how many spots did you add with all that we repaving about of that line? Three hundred and fifty. Wow. And uh, it was intended to help 
give better parking to those that are at the victory level donors because their donations went up from five thousand to seventy five hundred. Yeah. And about seventy, we could we could absorb about seventy percent of the victory level donors, and they got to choose between there or where they were. And ironically, about seventy two, well, a little less than that, about seventy percent, sixty nine percent chose those lots so it worked out just okay. perfect great so there will be a good chunk of those people that feel they really got upgraded and that also you know long term feeds into well what are we going to do in Sheeman then because then those people will come into Sheeman and they'll have something similar to Johnny's and then they'll be able to stay inside and put their coats down and walk yeah. right into Hilton without ever going back outside that's a great uh, that's the plan it's a great thought it is and I will win it's not a thought it's, uh, it's the plan uh, that's going to get implemented um, has to start with a thought. I want to go to wrestling <laughs> and, and some of the winter sports in a second, but Wednesday, big volleyball game. Huge. You know, Texas is undefeated. I, I, I don't know off the top of my head what they're ranked. But one. One. They're one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, all right. It's the number one ranked team game. undefeated. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but, you know, Baylor came in here and they were undefeated and we beat them. So, yeah. um, but we're in second right now. And so it's a big match Wednesday night. Hopefully our students will come out in full force and a good Cyclone crowd. Battling for a potential NCAA tournament berth? Yes, they, you know, they are. I think they've helped themselves over the last two weeks to get in a Definitely. better spot. But, you know, we've got to keep playing well. Yeah, no question. They're in, a, they're in a better spot right now, but still a lot of work to do. No question about that. And you also have your final soccer match at home on Thursday night also against Texas. Texas. Also against Texas. Yep. So we encourage Should have been playing them out. tonight when it was nice and Texas-like yeah. weather. Well, it should be nice on Thursday night. Yeah. And actually, uh, the crowds have been really good at soccer. You know, they have. And, you know, one of the neat things that we do at soccer is our, our band is there. Yeah. And so the band kind of gives the just a little more pep to the environment. And so yeah. a, a shout-out to the, the band members that are part of the – the soccer band absolutely absolutely you also have a uh, big 12 cross country coming up that's a week from friday i believe in lubbock correct so um tell us a little bit about what your hopes are there for the cross country teams well they're both going to have to rebound a little from uh how we ran this past weekend up in in wisconsin although it was a big meet and it's a very kind of a comparable meet to nationals mm -hmm. but um you know the men didn't the men didn't run very well at all and um they're going to have to kind of regroup and get refocused and 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 i have no doubt that they will and the women you know we're it's just it's a rebuild year i mean having kaylee losing somebody that's best what 12 time big 12 champion that's a, a big person to replace and so they're uh they're rebuilding but you know they'll still be both teams will be in the hunt to place really high at the big 12s and thankfully uh, kaylee will be competing in track so yes, that's she will uh, be. that's She'll exciting hopefully add to those 12 big 12 championships now jack you've been to lubbock um, <laughs> if you're picturing a cross-country course there are, are you thinking there's probably not a lot of hills Dirt. it's not on the golf course and it's actually hiller than you think really yes in lubbock yeah and it's at altitude too you gotta remember well that's true yeah you're at altitude that is true i didn't yeah. think about that part of it yep but okay all right, there's always there's always science involved with cross country. Yeah, that's it's a scientific sport for sure. Um, all right, well, anything new with Sidetown that you want to share with oh, us? Oh, there's always something new. You know, we're continuing to uh, you know work on different aspects of it. You know, I didn't put a suit and tie on for you guys. Sorry, <laughs> I know you're I know you're deflated to hear yeah, that. But sure. I was on calls really this morning thought. trying to raise money for uh, for parts of Sidetown. So, um, but that's kind of you know. That's the, the life we're in right now. It's probably three of my five days a week are spent on Sidetown. Wow. Easily. Wow. And uh, and 
what kind of feedback since you put out your big announcement? What kind of feedback are you been outstanding? Getting? You know, we we spent last week with uh, the end of the week uh, a good whole half a day with the region staff just walking through all the pieces of the deal structures, and it was just really exciting to have um, you know Mike Richards, who's head of the board of regents right now who was there at the meeting and just said, he kind of laughed and sheepishly said to Dr. Winterstein, you know, as important as his role is as head of the Board of Regents and all the academic stuff, he said in his whole time on the Regents staff, he's never had more feedback <laughs> than he's had since we introduced Sidetown, and he said all positive. Well, that's and good so here. it put it in context. I think this is just, you know, you, you, if you just go back to James Hilton 70 years ago and how fascinating that concept was and, here we're go we're doing it again right yeah. and so we're getting a second kick at the can to do something that you know hopefully will transcend a generation or two i love that you have to dream big you know, absolutely you, you have to have a big vision especially if you're going to compete against um, conferences that are bringing in more money um, yep. than the big 12 is probably going to bring in the next contract i don't think i'm going out on a limb by saying that but you have to find different ways to compete but it's also about a game day experience and i've been to um, Norman in the last year, I've been to Austin, obviously been over to Kinnick, and what you've done here, what the university has done to provide a game day atmosphere, I'd put it up against any of those guys right I now. Agree. You know, we spent all morning in Austin, and it was it was fun. It was great. A lot of people there, great big stadium, but just from a, a, a great tailgating experience and a game day atmosphere, um, man, you've built something special here. And, well, and then Sightown's just an icing on the cake. I mean, that's going to take it to a whole other level. Correct. But it's, you know, it's also, I mean, you know from just what you do, you know, they're just, they're complicated, and there's a lot of complications doing something on state property and yeah. public-private partnerships and yeah. trying to put all that together, and so it just, it takes up a ton of, ton of my time. How long right have you now. been thinking about this? Oh, gosh. Thinking about it? And actually <laughs> or when did the idea it? come? It, uh, the actual idea probably started maybe seven, eight years ago, but it, we started really working on it about four years, about a year before COVID hit. Yeah. Your Packer fandom. But, well, where it really took off was after COVID because we were pretty kind of down, like where are we going from here? And the Packers invited us up to come up and meet with them, and that just, yeah. just spurred it. Awesome, awesome. Is this going to change the game? You know, Kansas just announced their big $300 million thing. And I know. One of the things I noticed in there was they're talking about yep. multi-use and entertainment. Well, North Carolina State and the owner of the uh, Panthers just announced something today. Did they really? Oh, yeah. Really? So, you know, they're already copycatting. <laughs> there it, it is. Leading. Yep. Imitation it. is the best form of flattery, right? We'll come back with more with the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group, right after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. Wherever people work, live, or play, there is a plumber and steam fitter who made it possible. In today's business climate, you need partners you can trust, partners that care about your company and your customers. Partners like the Plumbers and Steam Fitters, Local Union 33. Local Union 33 finds the right people, trains them exceptionally well, and supplies a qualified workforce, whether you need general or specialized skills. For more information, log on to UALocal33.org. 
From Iowa Farm Fields to Jack Trice Stadium, Renewable Energy Group has a play. Iowa farmers produce nearly 3 billion bushels of corn and soybeans annually. Renewable Energy Group uses the oils extracted from corn and soybeans to produce renewable fuels that is used by the turf management team at Jack Trice Stadium and farmers across Iowa. Renewable Energy Group. It doesn't matter the field. We have a play in creating a cleaner, more sustainable environment. Coach's Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group. We're visiting with Jamie Pollard, and our thanks to Derek Hutcher. He joined us earlier in the show. Our guest co-host tonight is Jack Whitford. You hear Jack along with Chris Williams on the Cyclone Reaction Show, or as I like to call it, the Cyclone Over Reaction Show. But uh, it's been a little bit more tame lately. I think it's been okay. It's, it's been it's been it's always fun to listen to, but it's I think it's you guys do a good job. Walking people off the ledge. I love it. You know, it, we try to keep people level. You know, yes. if you get too high or too low, it's, well, it's, it's not good for your health. It's so. great to have your football perspective because some of the things that we as fans get frustrated by, you can say, hey, here's why. You know, I'm just glad it goes on an hour after the game, so I have one hour to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. bring the blood pressure down a little good. bit. We're visiting with Jamie Pollard, and uh, Jamie, you you know, you just said there's something, always something new going on with Sightown. It seems like there's always something new going on with the Big 12 Conference, too. What's new in the Big 12? Well, um, there's always something going on. I mean, Commissioner Yormark is the grass never going to grow under his feet. Right. Uh, he called me today. We did a Zoom call, and he gave me some updates on just some things that you know I'm not at liberty to to disclose. But we'll just say we're getting closer with the television, hopefully. And we um, he's got some things up his sleeves on some other new initiatives to generate both exposure and revenue for the conference. Good. We're getting really close on being able to announce football schedule. Um, so, you know, I, I feel really, really good about, um, how hard he's working, but how strategic he's working. You know, it is interesting that Jack, we were talking about this before Jamie got here today, but just, you don't know with the 14 team league who you're going to play as far as, you know, uh, was this our last trip yeah. to Texas? Was it, uh, you know, will we ever go down to Norman, Oklahoma again? We don't know those answers. We'll know a few more things here maybe in the weeks to come, but... Yeah, we will. <laughs> You'll just keep it at that. Somebody knows. You'll just keep it at that. I do. Okay, all right. Well, a sheepish grin from Jimmy Pollard, is, as you might expect in under those circumstances. But but it is, I mean, it's a little bit uneasy not knowing exactly where you're going and who you're playing. Because in the current Big 12, you know. Right, you right. Know. Now, I mean, it, it, very good point, and... Um, you know, a lot of time has been spent on trying to put all that together and, and figure out what's the best model going forward and where are we going to be 12 or are we going to be 14? How long are we going to be 14? And um, that is really being solidified, and, you know, we're going to have another call on that soon. But um, safe to say I, I feel really comfortable about where we're at and, and how um, those chips will fall for Iowa State. How have you brought those new athletic directors or athletic departments in? Are you communicating with the four new schools? Oh, they're in all our meetings they're now. They're there every yeah. day. And Ironically, you know, it's weird because in their league, as soon as they announced they were leaving a year and a half ago, kicked them they, the they got kicked <laughs> to the curb. They no longer got invited to any meeting. Hmm. So they've been kind of like nomadic. I feel like the Bible. They're walking out yeah. in Babylon or something. Where Texas and OU have been in all our <laughs> yeah. meetings. We need to kick them off. Yeah, we need to <laughs> kick them to the curb. Taking all the secrets. Uh, Jamie, thanks as always. Appreciate your time. Sure. And uh, thank you, Jack. And we hope you could join us again next week for the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group.
You've been listening to the Renewable Energy Group Cyclone Coaches Corner, powered by Renewable Energy Group. Also brought to you by Bud Light. It's for the fans. High V, where there's a helpful smile in every aisle. And by Rob Seco, an independent seed company, bringing you the product choices you deserve from the people you can trust. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Cyclone Sports Network.